Freedom. 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 Rebound. Hello, Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. All right. Here we are, guys. No number, Enam? No number. Um, Whoa. It's been that long. We forgot the number. <laughs> that sounded weird. Roman numeral. I. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. If season two. We don't know if it's episode season, one. Nah, season one and a half. See, we don't know if it's season two yet because the season hasn't started, yeah. and we don't know what number. Fair enough. So we should probably go like one point five right now. I think we're we're gonna yeah we're gonna put it in a de- decimal. We're gonna start point. using volumes. Volume one. <laughs> speaking volume two. Speaking of volumes, um, this this playoff game right now is on mute. Tom's invested in watching the Red Sox lose really badly right now to the Tigers, but the game's not over. Top of the six, and Tom just is not upset. I'm not liking this game. But moving on to basketball, uh, we have a couple things to go over. Uh, the Nets had their camp in Duke. We talked about that last podcast about them actually joining, and they are that already happened. So just in case you guys didn't know, they went to Duke and they had a camp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we're also going to agree over uh, preseason games, um, not actual numbers. Say because agree or argue. We're going to argue and go over. Wow. <laughs> so long, man. All right. Um, also talk about some injuries that the Nets are dealing with right now. Uh, Kid is going to have his jersey retired this tomorrow, right? Yeah, Thursday. Thursday yeah. At Barclays. And um, we're going to go into some offbeat banter. So here we are with uh, host, co-host, guest. I don't even know anymore. We're just we're just a family here. Uh, we got Justin. Justin, say hi to the, to the peeps. What's up? What's up? I miss we, you guys. We got Tom here. How's it going? We got Mansoor. What's up? And your other guy here, who I never say my name, Enam. Yeah, <laughs> said it again. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, after the camp, the camp was over, um, we were able. To, I was able to. We actually, we all got to watch the um, the Nets camp on NBA TV. What do you guys think of it? I mean, I'll take my my takeaways from that first. But uh, I thought. Lawrence Frank did a good job of coaching the team. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Jason Kidd. Just, not, 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 not really much Jason Kidd action in that uh, in the camp at all. Um, and uh, either Jeff Wells or Jim Wells. I mean, he's not a staple name, but he's supposed to be the offensive guy running the plays. And he's we basically are operating like a NFL team right now. We have uh, a voice in Jason Kidd. We have an offensive guru in Jim Wells, the shooting coach as well. And we have a defensive guy in Lawrence Frank. Mm. Uh, Justin, what do you think of the system right now? That's in process for the Nets. No, I like the I like the way it's, I like the way it's working out. I like that we have Lawrence Frank running the show. JK is still trying to get his bearings. Still a new coach. And uh, yeah, I mean Lawrence Frank. I'm I'm excited to see him. Obviously, um, he he's kind of in charge anyways because JK is going to be out the first few games of the season because of the. Uh, because the whole DUI What happened incident. there again? I, it's been so long since so, the last uh, podcast. You know what? This is Actually, Tom, what, what did happen? I forgot. <laughs> he got a DUI, I believe, a long time ago. Correct. Wasn't it when he was still playing for the Knicks? When he was a Nick, right? Yep, and he, they had postponed his hearing, and now um, David Stern fined him the first two games of the season, I believe, if, for the fallout of that. He's already pleaded uh, no contest. He's done his charity work, I believe, as well for it. Hmm. I don't, I don't get that. Like, how can you be suspended? I mean, since I guess you're employed by the NBA, Mansoor, do yeah. you think that it's? I mean, it's right for him to be because UI is a stupid thing to do, anyways, especially let alone in the city, um, anywhere. But why would he get suspended for his actions as a player when he's a coach now? 
I don't think it, I don't think it matters. I yeah. mean, the only way he would be out of the league's reach was if he wasn't a coach. Um, but they could still suspend him for the first two weeks, two games, whenever he returned to the league in whatever capacity. Um, they can. I mean, they're allowed to do these things. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the league just wants to keep their image up, and they don't. They don't want to tolerate at all any kind of you know DUI related or drug related incidents whatsoever. And uh, so they, they, I mean, they, had, they drew a, a very clear, like, red line. Anytime there's been an incident like this, no matter what, no matter who it is, like, player and coach now, it doesn't matter. You're out. You're getting suspended. Well, I think, and especially since he became a coach, I think that probably... Yeah. He, he's a role model. Now yeah. he's more of a model, right. He's yeah. more of, like, yeah, he's now, he's, like, the mentor, kind yeah. of. You know, he's, like, it's, a, it's his role is switched. So do you guys think that David Stern was, like, sitting around his uh, high chair stroking a cat, and then once <laughs> he real, found out that Jason Kidd was going to coach, he was like, yes, I'm going to get him, finally. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, even... Because that's how I pictured it, so... Uh. I mean, even even before the NBA made the official announcement, everyone, it was just kind yeah, of... Everyone knew it, it was, was assumed, coming. Like, it was, it was a given that this was going to happen. It's right, just not so. tolerated anymore. You do it, you're going to be suspended. So, I mean, with watching uh, the camp, you know, just having access, they only did two teams, they did the Clippers and the Nets on NBA. I didn't watch all the Clippers, uh, but I watched all the Nets, and the biggest takeaway I had also from there was the fact that Jason Kidd talked to Stephen Smith and, um, not Stephen A., we don't like we don't like talking about Stephen A. But Steve Smith, former NBA player, mm-hmm. and uh, the other NBA TV guy, Rick Hamlin, and he said um, he he said he's like yeah, like all the players, like KG and Pierce and all, they all want him to get on the court with the players. And then Jason's like, no, I'm a coach. I'm not. I'm not doing that. We're not. That's not happening. We're not scrimmaging together. Uh, what do you think of that approach? Like he already, he's already setting the tone. Right now, with the players, because I know they had some differences also with KG mm-hmm. uh, resting games on back to back, and Kid came out in the media. Didn't even tell him directly, saying that you know we're going to rest KG's on back to backs. He's not going to play because we want to monitor his minutes. But then KG ref- refuted that, said, "No, I want to. I want to say in this. I'm going to play when I want to play, even though it's kind of blown out of proportion to me." Did Monsieur, let's start with you. What do you What do you think of? First, about Jason Kidd's stance about not playing with the players. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of semantics. I mean, I guess he wants to set up this distance between him and the players. Um, maybe he thinks it's important. I mean, I know that Michael Jordan probably scrimmages with his <laughs> with his team. He still does, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so more the whole Bobcats combined, and he yeah. still beat Michael Kidd Grisgris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I, I can see what what he's trying to do. He wants to set up. The dynamic where he's seated the coach and not as a player, and that's you know he wants to maintain that distance. And it, I'm sure as as time goes on, and if he's a successful coach, he'll probably loosen up on that a little bit, and he'll get on the court with some of these guys. You know? Yeah, so, I, I see him eventually scrimmaging down the end. He's just got to establish the fact that he's the coach. What he says goes. Even though I believe Garnett and Pierce might be just as old. Yeah, if not older. I mean, well, kid, kid, kid is definitely the eldest in terms of NBA years. I think Garnett's mm-hmm. maybe like one year or two years under in terms of draft class. I, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, and Pierce is maybe three more years under that. So, what do you think, Justin? Do you think this is going to be a problem uh, going forward with like KD going in papers and the kid going in papers? Like New York, New York City is a media hub, and you know people communicate through the papers right. all the time as opposed to directly as we know with all the New York City sports team. But what do you think? Right. Well, if, I mean, first of all, I think it's important that Kid is establishing kind of this line of, yeah, I'm the coach, these are the players. Because, like you said, they are 
very close in age, so they play together. They're all friends. But, I mean, he's the head coach now, and they need to, um, you know, basically, um, you know, I mean, obviously look up to him and also, you know, listen to him and respect his decisions, no matter if they agree or disagree with him. Like, he's the one in charge. And, uh, I mean, KG even came out before the preseason game yesterday after he found out that he was going to be rested. Right. And actually, um, you know, spits in the media saying, you know, how he was disgruntled with it. And he was, I mean, playing his former team. It's a preseason game. How many swears did he have on that soundbite? Yeah, I, I, I lost count. I right. lost yeah. count. He was, uh, he was not a happy camper. <laughs> um, He's never a so, happy camper. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, you know, it's, he's gonna, it's, it's, it's an adjustment. KG's a competitive guy especially. Right. Um, but, I mean, and again, with New York media, as you said, it's, it's, it out, it's, yeah. they're going to blow away out of proportion. I mean, it's a, it's a circus out here, for sure. I, I mean, um, I would... Yeah. I'm sorry, go, no, go ahead. I mean, all I was saying with that, it's interesting because, um, you know, I mean, kid, I could, it's hard, it's kid coaching, like, Brooke Lopez and right. uh, Darren Williams, like, that's different than kid coaching, like, KG and right. Paul Pierce. And I think... It's it it will lead to problems down the line maybe where where like they don't necessarily see him as you know someone who hasn't like gone to the coaching ranks who hasn't you know paid his due I think so maybe it it might be a problem at some point in the future where there you know where when there's disagreement over direction of the team or if like the team isn't doing as well as it could be right I could see this turning into like yeah, a real like, real you yeah. know confrontation. I mean to add to that, I mean just that's what all the writers have been predicting right now. Not saying there's gonna be a huge like WWF feud, like coach versus, you know, player or something like that where they're just, you know, killing each other, throwing each other on the bus, but they're worried when they're ranking the Nets as a top ten team and most most of all the notable sports writers, Woj, Stein, all of them are ranking them as a top ten team. The one asterisk that says, can Kid rein in these veteran players? Right. Can he actually do that? Um, I don't know. Justin, what do you think? I mean, they've come out and said, you know, yeah. we're leaving our egos at the door. We're old. We've been around the block. Obviously, you know, we, we've all, in our prime, we were all the go-to guy, the man on the team. But, you know, we're leaving this. This is Jason Kidd's team to run now. Yeah. We're leaving our egos at the door, and we, we just, we're here. We want to win a championship. And we're going to follow orders and do whatever we can to get there. And I mean, hopefully they follow through. I mean, with that, with that promise, with that pact that they've all made, and actually do leave their egos at the door, and they don't go to the media, and they don't freak out. I think it's an adjustment phase. It's early in the season. I mean, it's not even the season; it's the preseason. Um, so I, I'm, I mean, you really can't judge this at this point. And I think, uh, I think this will all get ironed out, and I'm optimistic that um, you know, come the start of the season, all this like, all this talk, all this. Uh, Enter about how you know Katie's you know not happy in whoever because he's not playing already. I think that's all just going to fade, and uh, they're going to be uh, right. And he wouldn't he wouldn't say to the Nets management and also the Nets coach Jason Kidd when he's talking about even getting traded. Like Jason Kidd was allowed to call Kevin Garnett and say, "Come on over, you know we need you to waive your no no trade clause to join right. the Nets." And KG was being convinced, but once he was convinced, he was like. He said about Marshawn Brooks and Reggie Evans this is really important. He's he wanted Reggie Evans to stay on right. the, on the Nets because he respected Reggie Evans. He also helped recruit Andre Blast to come back as a free agent. So he understands where he is as an age wise and what he can do. Um, but he also wants uh, insurance for the whole team to do well. Like if he expected himself to pay thir- play thirty something minutes a game and just eat up all the minutes and be the star. 
um, he wouldn't ask for those things. He wouldn't right. ask for Reggie Evans. He wouldn't ask for Andre. He'd say, just send him away. This is yeah. my team now. Right. right. He actually had to make a point that he couldn't play the 30 minutes a game. He couldn't play the full minutes a game. He'd have to be a 20-minute player, 20, 25-minute player. Right. And he definitely will be. Um, the back-to-back thing is probably really annoyed because he's, he's the player who can't even sit on the bench when he's hurt. He really wants oh, to get into the, the Bulls, game. Uh, Celtic series where he was grabbing his nuts running from Ben Gordon. Uh I don't know if you guys remember that, and he was he was just well, yeah, I got kicked off iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he was talking, uh, you know, his planters. He's grabbing his planters and, uh, and roasted McNuts. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I mean, all those things considered, I, I think I think the, the Nets are doing it right with with their staff. Hey, it's if they're gonna w- if they win, these aren't problems. If yeah. they start losing, these are problems. Right. Yeah, the season hasn't even started. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so time, time will tell. Yeah, well, <laughs> making that transition into preseason, which season hasn't started. So we had a couple games. I, I I don't even know the numbers because I don't think they're that relevant. But we played the the Pistons. Oh no, we played the. Played the Wizards. Wizards first. Yep. We won uh, pretty convincingly. In overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we won in overtime. Andre Blash still got booed in Washington, as he should. Um, <laughs> He's too busy. Uh, his time in Washington was him hosting parties at strip clubs. It's, right. it's, it's, it's allowed. You know, and, he and partying with Wale. Wale's a good rapper, though. You know what? And yes. Blotz loves playing in Washington because uh, he's still getting paid by them. So yeah, exactly. he's giving yeah. FU to the fans while he's there, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, he actually tried really hard. I saw him do like a spin... Uh, Juke move and like literally lay his body on the floor to make this basket <laughs> while he's getting hacked. <laughs> he, he, he he played hard uh, during that game. I don't know what happened the next couple of games. Then uh, we ended up going to uh, uh, back to Brooklyn, right, um, to play the Pistons. Yep, last and we, saw, we saw the the dynamic duo of Drummond and Monroe. Drummond tore it up. The interior defense was was not there for the Nets at all. Um, and then we saw them go to Philly. And this was uh, yesterday, actually. Not yesterday, day before, sorry. Day before yesterday. Uh, and they dominated Philly. I think the game was over by halftime. And and the last game was last night, which Justin and Tom actually were physically there for at the Barclays Center. And uh, what was your, first and foremost, uh, the record was, what, 2-2 two and two for the preseason? And I'm, I don't think this even matters because kids still working out kinks Irrelevant, and coaching yeah. and drawing up plays. No one even played. No. But first None and foremost, like... How was your experience as a first Barclays Center game, not NBA game, but like how I heard they changed a lot of things. Did you notice anything different, Justin, from um, last year? Or? Well, actually, well, I guess I don't know if Tom would attest to this. Uh, the atmosphere there, I gotta give kudos to the Brooklyn fans. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty loud. Pretty loud in there for being a preseason game. Just, uh, Justin's favorite court court hyper was also back. Oh yeah, the well, I don't even know her name. <laughs> With the dreads. Uh, what's her name? Uh, no, no, the woman, the woman, uh, the woman, no, the woman, with the, the woman that comes the, the out. No, she's the, the court, the, the court, the court hype MC, the mm-hmm. MC of the yeah. court, the hype girl, yeah, Next, the monotone. Come on, Brooklyn, everyone. It, remember Yay, they made that Brooklyn. change during the, the season, and it was like they just changed uh, two different people, but the same tone. Right? Oh my god! All right, so what? Not, not get me hyped. Anyways, right, but moving I on, on, the digress, on the good things. On the, the good, good things. things. Our yeah. new entrance, our D Street Emblem Health entrance, now yeah. has a brand new, um, <laughs> like uh, it's lighted, like lighted, like like uh, roof over it. It's very Ooh. nice. So we can shade ourselves from the rain when we're waiting in line. Uh, and snow. Very nice. And, and snow. snow. And, and hurricanes. Snow. The season and, yes. ticket card is pretty sweet. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty neat. So, uh, Enam and I, for our season tickets now, we actually have a, a kind of like a credit card we keep in our wallets. And when we get to the game, they swipe the card, 
and two tickets print out like a movie stub kind of thing, and they give you the two tickets with your seat numbers on it, and go up to the seats. Wow, this is breaking news to me because I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on, you mean yeah, you have not announced this? This is the first time I heard this. Um, wow. And and you can now swipe in with your with your cell phone. You can mm. now you can now scan your cell phone if you have a uh, if you have a ticket on your cell phone. You don't have to worry about printing it out. We've run through those pains sometimes. Going to have to go to Office Max, waiting in like the 30, 40 person deep line yeah, across no, the street no. from the Barclays Center to print out our ticket. If airlines no can do it, why can't everybody else? No more else? of that. <laughs> cutting edge. Cutting edge. Yeah. I love it. Wow. So, uh, do they also say, like, do they still have the Yankee-like atmosphere where they say, welcome to Barclays Center, and, and people wave to you? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, everyone's, readers? Yeah. They're, <laughs> all, they're all, they're all happy, 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 I want to be acknowledged. They ain't paying enough money for these tickets. You know what? Yeah. That sta- they have a new statue in the front too. Actually, sets. No, the statue. 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 It's just like a brick-looking tree. Oh, that was I read it's about like, it. It looks no. kind of like an upside-down. Uh, no, that was commissioned. Yeah, upside-down tree trunk that's kind of been like shaved a little the bit. New Yorker wrote did a piece on that and, on that statue. I mean, send it out to you guys and see. Personally, <laughs> is it next to that inflatable rat that's always there? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we so, love the Barclays. Uh, a lot of changes, but uh, yeah, no, it was actually it was actually a pretty entertaining game yesterday. Mm-hmm. I gotta admit too. The side entertainment was also in mid was oh, preseason form. The Brooklyn Net missed his dunk. The Brooklyn Knight yes. got it lodged in the shot clock, <laughs> and then the also the, uh, the, girls. the little time. <laughs> yeah, the Brooklyn Nets with the girls. Brooklyn Knight. <laughs> you said the Brooklyn Knight. No, I said the Brooklyn Knight because he's the Brooklyn Knight. <laughs> so yeah, so the Brooklyn Knight. They did the whole trampoline like uh, timeout thing. Jumped on the trampoline. Went to go dunk it, lost the ball midair, and the ball actually lodged. got lodged between right. the shot clock and the backboard. And uh, they tried. Andre Blas came over with a broom, like the sweeper, <laughs> and tried to poke it out, but he couldn't reach it. Are we sure this was not planned? So they just, so they just, <laughs> and they didn't know what to do. So they just, they just played through. So they just, so then the the, the ball the, was there the whole time. The game started, and the oh, ball right, was there. No, I did see that. Yeah, the yeah, ball yeah, was there yeah. until actually, I think it took like one or two more timeouts, mm. and they got smart enough to, oh, if Andre Blas can't get it, let's climb Someone up on a ladder, ladder, and then we'll poke it out. <laughs> so. Took like ten or fifteen minutes, but that was probably the highlight of the game. Unfortunately, but, sadly, sadly. But then also, it's like the, the other timeout where the guys have to do the layups, the three pointers, and the foul shots oh, for man. money. Pathetic. One guy made two layups, the other guy made one. That was the entire score. But so the entire fan experience is in preseason form, guys. The question it. is, how loud was the cheer once they got the ball down? Oh, and the, the <laughs> erupted right. It was. It was probably the loudest the uh, the arena got the entire night. <laughs> Um, and I, I have to say, I uh, I won the uh, the five dollar halftime bet. Me and uh, me and Tom bet the uh, the high, the under ten kids were playing. It was red versus white, and red team won. So he took uh, the team with the ringer, like the six foot actually, ringer. Sorry, the white team won. So uh, and the arena was actually I think louder for that game than it was for. Uh, yeah, people were cheering a lot. There's a, it, it's a lot of time. There's some ballers on that. There, there's some ballers in those, that U10 Brooklyn team. So uh, we got some we got some McDonald's high school Americans. I could see it. I, I, see know, it. I know. Me and you were me and you were talking, Justin, about you know we're in a couple you know rec basketball leagues, Tom, and I'm sure as well. And we were talking about joining that one that's on Facebook that plays at Barclays Center. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. All the time. That'd be it's sick. For the finals, we're getting a championship. We'll be on the floor on the Brooklyn Nets. Apparently, uh, one of the leagues. In New York City, they play their finals there, so Pretty we're gonna find that out, and then uh, we'll we'll podcast about that later. So moving on to injuries, actually no, rewind uh, D well pushups. I almost forgot this is very important. So anytime MT MT three hit a three pointer, D well will do three pushups. So in the in the actually in the past four games, I think D well has a number anywhere from thirty and up of pushups he's done for every three pointer. 
that he has to do three of them. Now, if you guys could pick a player this year as the most three-point shots uh, on the team, who would it be right now? Made or taken? Made. Made, all right. Because taken will be Toledovich, and it'll be atrocious. Without a doubt, Toledovich. But Uh, made would probably be Paul Pierce. Yeah. Pierce. Well, again, I, mean, I do have to say, though, um, actually talking basketball at that Celtics game, the entire bench... Wait, wait, are you trying to talk basketball on a, on a podcast? I was very impressed with the Nets bench. Oh, um, Plumley. it was Plumley. it was Chris Johnson. Plumley threw a shot all the way into the stand yesterday, blocked the crap out of someone. Uh, and Andre Blotch was really... So. The entire team was playing pretty well, and the C's, Brad Stevens had the starters in, or some of the starters, or expected starters... Uh. I don't know what's going on with the preseason rotation, but they, they had Wallace, they had Humphreys playing in the fourth Jer- quarter. Jared Wallace was playing like it was a regular season game. And the rookies and the scrubs and the um, the D-leaguers for the Nets were holding their own. They actually they rallied back from six down, I think, to... Um, well, there's a reason why Wallace and Humphreys got traded to the South. So, so did you guys read that article <laughs> recently? They, they had a soundbite from, or a quote from Wallace after the game, and Wallace came out and said he, he felt the Nets blamed him for their last, lack of advancing to the next round. So that's why they traded him. I think the Nets traded him because the contract was because atrocious. His contract was bloated as hell, and he and, wasn't performing yeah. up to to well, the level. I don't, think the, I don't think there's a contradiction between those two statements. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're exactly. But apparently, Gerald Wallace took it hard, uh, or not hard. He took it professionally, but like he's blame. He said the Nets blame him. Well, obviously, someone's got to take the blame there, and. Yeah. And they already fired the coach, so who else are they going to blame after that? You know, so. Well, yeah, I mean, no. and again, I mean, it's like. It's Humphreys and Wallace, like... Um, the two guys who got dunked on by your Kobe. Yeah, well, I mean, also... <laughs> also, when you're playing, like, Reggie Evans and Wallace, you're playing three-on-five basketball. Like, that was, like, clear to anybody watching any... Like, they had... It was... No one was guarding Wallace or Evans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked yeah. about that all yeah. last season. They had no... The spacing. The they spacing. were... Reggie... Uh, not Reggie... Uh, um, Gerald Wallace was really physical last night. He was playing his heart out. It may have been because he's back in Brooklyn, but if he's like this, he was moving pretty well. Justin even agrees. He was really moving hard. Well, how about that uh, that Nets player? I forget which Nets player was on the fast break. And Gerald Wallace was uh, a flagrant foul. Was on MT3. behind MT three. Yeah. And uh, no, well, they Ger- didn't call it a flagrant foul. Well, Gerald Wallace actually put the Nets player in a headlock when he was going up for the layup, and literally had his yeah. elbow and had him like was choking him they to pull him down. They, they didn't no. call flagrant. If it was a regular season, I guarantee they would have been a flagrant foul. Um, but uh, Gerald Wallace was uh, was going all out last night. No holds bar for sure. Well, speaking of people getting hurt, let's move on to injuries. Uh, right now, Darren Williams is rest. He's day to day. I think he's not going to be playing tomorrow night. We won't be seeing him. Tomorrow. And we won't. We we're anticipating that he'll be ready for the season opener against Cleveland. But there's no certain timetable for that. Uh, Jason Terry just got cleared for full body contact. Sounds so so sexual, doesn't it? <laughs> um, um, but yeah, he got cleared for uh, full body contact in practice. Uh, he hasn't played in the preseason yet. Um, I don't know if there's any other injuries that I can note of. I think, uh, oh, a- Andrew Blatch sort of sprained his ankle last game, I guess last night. He came out. Uh, he's, he's fine, apparently, but he's still listed as day-to-day. And the most tragic thing, we're not. It's not even injuries, but Marco Yarick, better known as uh, the better half of Adriana Lima, got waived today, and I was very upset about that because we already had Adri- Andre Karolinko's wife, who was a former model. We had uh, actually. Ha- have we seen Andre Karolinko's wife yet in the stands? We have not. 
but we've only been there for one game, and I, we didn't even That's see AK forty seven. AK forty seven didn't even play, guys. Uh, but it looks like Yarch is going to be retiring. He's been in the NBA for a while. I think sixteen or fifteen years already. Um, Russia, so we'll pay him a couple million. I bet to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah if he so wants. No, just Europe, for Adrian Europe, Europe, to appear at, at any game, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but speaking of retirements, uh, tomorrow's a big day for uh, one head coach, Jason Kidd. Who's being retired at a pre-game at a preseason game? Right. Which I, I've never even. They had to move it up because they couldn't do it the yeah. first home game because he's going to be suspended. Yeah, as we alluded to earlier, because he's got that DUI and uh, got got suspended for the first two games of the. Uh, the they got, they, yeah, they want to do it before the season starts, right? So, and they and wanted they, to, they wanted to make some preseason ticket, uh, you know, yeah, a little, they, bit, they, val- little bit, bit valuable. And all the money. There was quite a good crowd there last night. Roster. Yeah. Normally for preseason <laughs> games, they're pretty empty. Yeah. It was a pretty good crowd there last night. Well, they said, uh, I think Stephen Bondi, who writes for the Daily News, said that this might be the first preseason game sold out uh, in a while in, in NBA in general. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, New Jersey Nets kids' jerseys. <laughs> yeah. At, uh, I, I think in general, throughout the season, we're going to see a I lot think, of New I Jersey think, Nets. Are we already nostalgic for the New Jersey Nets? Are we going to have the throwbacks already? Yeah, they... Uh, <laughs> see them too. They, they put a lot of... I, I saw a couple pictures. They put a lot of New Jersey stuff now, and apparently there's going to be a third alternate jersey this year that maybe say even Nets on it. Everything's been Brooklyn. So, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that looks out. Bucket. Basket through the bucket. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, so in terms of your predictions right now, we were going to do a... Uh, Let's do some predictions. An over and under. No, just for this team. We, uh, Did we ever look up the line? No, we won't. No, we'll do it right now. <laughs> the line for what? Oh, how many wins? Yeah, so based on... Just, uh, why don't we just say seating? On seating? Yeah. Where are they going to finish? I'll yeah. do over under. Or... Yeah. yeah. All right, so we are going to... Yeah, some wins. Uh, All right. So, uh... Talking about the Nets. That's where we are. How do you spell this? Right there. Oh, cool. All right, we're looking up the lines. Of, oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. oh. Apparently not. Apparently Bodog's been seized. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, why did the government have to come back? I think it's sportsbook.net. Is it <laughs> Shutdown's over! <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, we tried, uh... Too many Bitcoins going through... All right, so while, <laughs> so, so while we're looking this up, how, how many games, uh... I'm just gonna take a stab at this. How many games I think they're gonna, they're gonna hit next year? I'm gonna go, uh... I think they hit, I think they hit 57 wins next season. i say, I, well, 52 to 53. You gotta pick a number, man, Sore. 53. 53? I was going to go 56, but you chose 57, and that's way too rough. <laughs> all right, here we go. I'll have to go 55. Guys, all right. With uh, the line for the Nets winning right now, the over-under is 52. Ooh. I'll take that over. I'll go with 52. I'll go with the Let's go right. actual number. What would you pick, Justin, for the Nets this year? The actual I mean, number? Yeah. Like 57. I'll, still, I'll hold 57. to it. 57. Tom, what do you got? 55. 52. Oh, he went down one now. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm going to go... Bookies have spoken. Yeah. I'm going to go with 61. Wow. Oh, really wow. Brave man. Yeah. I'm going to go with We put a little wager on this, guys? Yeah, we are. Uh, so, I would say... Round of drinks. No, no. Drinks. Let's, let's make, we got to go bigger than that. Let's make it a little spicier. Come on. It's a whole season. It's a whole season. Oh. Um, I would say the person has to walk to Junior's and get a cheesecake. <laughs> I don't know anyone, No taxis allowed. I don't know if anyone's seen Making the Band on... Uh, <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. 
But, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be the bet. <laughs> All right. Walk the juniors, get a cheesecake, and then also... Are we going to have to wrap Juicy, too? The entire... The entire yeah, we uh, How are we going to do this? Prices yeah, Rights? Or, from memory? Or, uh... I know. We'll, we'll have to have our <laughs> 40... We'll have to have our 45 fans. Yeah. There's 41 now. 45 fans uh, hit us up on Twitter. Oh, we've gained four? That is awesome. I know. I know. We're, we're doing big we things. regularly, we get more. And we didn't even do anything the last yeah. month. <laughs> so, uh, Thanks, Mom. <laughs> uh, I think my niece figured out how to use a computer, too. So that's cool. Um, all right, yeah. I think uh, I think that'll do it. Um, we're definitely working on the website still, right, Red yep. Zone? We're, we're trying to get that up. Right. About, hey, have we laid down the track for this <laughs> with the good old oh, we, yeah, we got yeah, we, we got to have an intro too, Justin. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, 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 no! I, know I got an intro duty. Justin's here. not on intro duty anymore. Not anymore. Uh, he's been fired for that. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank been, God he's been fired from the Instagram job too. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost got the sign up complete. I'm on, I'm on page three or four. I'm almost there. But otherwise, follow us at Brooklyn Rebound. Um, G- BrooklynRebound at gmail.com. What else? Our website is BrooklynRebound.com. Our old website. Um, That's still, it still works. It's that was the old works. interface. So it, it's still there, guys. Like we'll us on posted. Facebook. Um, anything else? Or subscribe to us on iTunes. I think that's all the plugs. Any, anything else, guys? Got, what are your predictions for tomorrow night, actually? Does anyone got anything? What's tomorrow night? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a fan, man. I think, uh, I think yeah, Tom, I'm here to bring reality to the show now. <laughs> I, think, I think Tom and I are going to break our streak of... Uh, of 0-3 in kickball. I think we're going to have a win tomorrow. That's a big, that's a big prediction yep. right there. Um, and I think I'm, uh, I think I'm going to win at... The team only scored two runs this past season. Yeah. I, think we're, I think we have a chance. We I think, four. I think <laughs> I'm going to win at Shuffleboard at work tomorrow, too. So I'm excited about that. So anything for you? Mr. I'm cleaning out my fridge. That's... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. God, no. <laughs> that's a win for everyone. Yeah. Uh, including the whole environment in Brooklyn. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll do it for our podcast. Uh, good night from Prospect Heights and good night, Brooklyn. Let's go, Nets. Bye. Later. Rebound. 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 Rebound.